welcome to another episode of Impact Today. We're so happy that you've joined us today. We are Mark and Victoria Bowling. We are evangelists and teachers of the Word of God. I want to invite you to go grab a Bible and your notebook so you can take some notes while we teach some awesome truths from God's Word because then you can go back later, you can look over the notes, you can turn back to the scriptures and really spend some time studying the truths that we're gonna be teaching today. And that'll be a great benefit to you because the word of God, the Bible says that the word of God is alive and powerful. Mm -hmm. It's operative, it's active, it works. So when you read it, it's gonna do something. When you take it in, it's gonna make changes uh, on the inside of you. Amen? Amen. I want to invite you to visit our website at impacttoday.tv. There you will find all the episodes that we have ever recorded of Impact Today. There's a link to our YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. You can click on it and then you can go back and watch episode after episode and really just get saturated in the Word of God, specifically regarding faith and healing, that because that's what our TV show is always about, right? Yes. So we have been focusing on the miracle testimonies found in the Gospels. The Gospels are Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and they are found in the New Testament of your Bible, which is the second half of the Bible. So um, today, we're going to be looking at an, a, a historical account found in three different places of when Jesus healed Peter's mother-in-law. Yes, praise God. <laughs> and actually, Matthew, Mark, and Luke all record this in incident. And uh, so that means it's important. It, well, it's always important, but it's interesting when three writers record the incident. That means there's right. some things you really want to see and pay attention to. And so, Matthew chapter 8, verse 14 and 15 is the first recording of it. It says, when, Now when Jesus had come into Peter's house, he saw his wife's mother lying sick with a fever. So he touched her hand and the fever left her, and she arose and served them. And then in Mark chapter 1, verse 29 and through 31, it says, Now as soon as they came out of the synagogue, they entered the house of Simon and Andrew with James and John. But Simon's wife's mother lay sick with a fever, and they told him about her at once. So he came took her by the hand and lifted her up, and immediately the fever left her, and she served them. Now notice here, Peter here is known as Simon. He's also known as Simon Peter, mm -hmm. just so you know. Okay, and then Luke chapter 4, verse 38 and 39 says, Now he arose from the synagogue and entered Simon's house. But Simon's wife's mother was sick with a high fever. And they made request of him concerning her. So he stood over her and rebuked the fever, and it left her. And immediately she arose and served him. Hallelujah. Luke says it was a high fever. Yes. And Luke was a physician. You always point that <laughs> I out. I do, because I just think it's so cool how, you know, you remember that Luke, 
is a doctor, so he sees everything through the filter mm -hmm. of his profession. Yes. And I just think that's really cool how the Holy Spirit used that. Mm -hmm. If you notice, not only did it say she had a high fever, but Jesus stood over her because she was laying down. Yes. The other account said she was laying down sick in bed. Right. So this wasn't just, you know, some minor situation. This was causing her to be bedridden. Right. Because, I mean, pretty much everyone has had a fever mm -hmm. at one point or another. And many times when a person has a fever, they can just go about their daily business. Mm -hmm. You right. know, maybe take a ibuprofen or, mm -hmm. or something and just still do what they need to do. But her fever was so severe that she was in bed. Yeah. So it was more serious. Yes. A thing to also notice here is that Jesus had just come out of the synagogue where people were astonished because he had just cast a demon out of somebody. Like he's teaching, and while he's teaching, this demon manifests and starts screaming. And Jesus says, shut up and come out of the man. Mm -hmm. And it came out. And then it says, everyone was astonished for with authority and power, he commands the demons and they obey him. Right, because up until that time, they never really saw anybody who had authority over demons. Right. You don't read about it. That's the first time. Yeah. Yeah. So that's interesting. So they've come out of the synagogue and immediately he, he goes to Simon Peter's home and they are informed about Simon Peter's mom, yeah. his mother-in-law, excuse me. Mm -hmm. And so that's the circumstance in which this happens. She has a high fever. She's laying down and, and, and Jesus comes over her, comes over to her, stands over her. And notice the different accounts, what they all say. Matthew says he touched her hand and the fever left her. Right. Mark's account says he took her by the hand, lifted her up, and immediately the fever left her. Mm -hmm. Luke says he stood over her and rebuked the fever. And it left her, and immediately she arose and served them. So they're not contradicting each other. It's just each of their perspectives. So really well, what yeah, happens? It's like it stood out differently yeah. to them. It, all of them are true. Yes. You just combine them all together. That's right. Yeah. And so he walks up to her. He's standing over her. He rebukes the fever. He takes her by the hand and lifts her up and immediately she's healed, the fever leaves, and she serves. She begins to serve immediately. That is what happens. So what we want to point out today is how healing can be administered. Mm -hmm. Here, healing was, because healing, divine healing, when God heals, it can come in different ways. Right. One way is through the anointing of oil. James chapter 5, it says, If any sick among you, let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will save the sick. That word save means healed. Means healed. So the prayer of faith will heal the sick. Yes. There, there are other times where um, Jesus would just preach the word and people would be healed. There are other times where people, Jesus was walking down the street and they would touch his clothes and power would go out of him. 
and they would be healed. There's other times he would just say, take up your bed and walk, and they'd be healed. The ten lepers, which we haven't taught about yet, but the ten lepers, they came to him asking for healing. And he said, go show yourselves to the priests. You know, and Jesus isn't the only one we see healing Mm -hmm. people. Um, Peter walks in um, to, is it Aeneas, Aeneas, and Mm -hmm. says, Jesus Christ makes you whole. Amen. And he's healed. Yeah, so it can be ministered different ways. Mm by the leading of the Holy Spirit. But here in... It's a combo. Yes. So here in this situation, we see Jesus ministering through, number one, the laying on of hands, Mm -hmm. and number two, a word of command. Notice it says, He held her by the hand. So there was contact. There was the laying on of hands. But not only that, It says he addressed the fever itself. He rebuked the fever and the fever departed. He spoke to a fever. That's right. You know, Jesus spoke. He spoke. He spoke to Lazarus when he was dead and Lazarus came back to life. He spoke to Jairus' daughter when she was dead. She came back to life. Here he speaks to a fever to depart and it leaves. He he encouraged his, he spoke to a fig tree. Yes. He said, no one eat fruit from you ever again. This is in Mark chapter 11. And it, it died at the root. And the next day they saw that the, the tree was dead. He told the disciples they could speak to a mountain. Yeah. Your words have power. Hallelujah. Amen. I remember. I remember when we were in Karachi in the year 2011, mm. Victoria and I. And uh, uh, it was extremely hot. Of course, if you're watching and you live in Karachi, you know how hot it is. Not it's, right now. No, but right it's, now they're freezing. <laughs> well, not too bad, but no to them. Yeah, to them. <laughs> but um, in the month of May, oh, it's it so was so hot. hot, and I was dehydrated. I was weak. Uh, plus, plus jet lag. You know, <laughs> you were a mess. <laughs> I was a mess, I guess, you and. Were. So we were limiting how much we were really praying for the sick in the morning leadership conference because once you start praying for the sick, everyone wants you to pray for them. And so we were just trying to keep it as little as possible so we could focus on the night meeting. So we taught and we would leave. We'd teach and we'd leave. Well, this one day, though, they parents brought this young boy who had been in an accident. Mm. This was in the year 2011. Well, this accident made him brain damaged. He couldn't speak. Half the time he couldn't remember who his parents were. And he'd also started like digging into his own body, Mm. digging into his arms. He was just tormented. And I don't even remember praying for him. This is what we were told. I was just, I must've been pretty out of it, but all I did was this, in the name of Jesus, be healed yeah. and kept on going. I know that because we weren't spending a lot of time praying for right. people. In the name of Jesus, be healed and left. That night mm-hmm. at the Miracle Festival, the parents brought that boy yes. and he was healed by the power of God. He could speak. He was in his right mind. He wasn't digging anymore. He, could, he knew who his parents were all the time now. 
And it was beautiful. Yeah. It was so awesome. But my point is this. His healing didn't take place from a long time of praying and praying and praying and praying. It was simply laid hands on him and rebuked the condition in the name of Jesus. And it was so brief that I don't remember doing it. Right. We just kept on going. There's power. There's authority in the name of Jesus spoken in a command through the words of a believer's mouth. Mm -hmm. Never forget that. Amen. The, never forget this. According to Ephesians chapter 1, verse 19 and 20, the resurrection power of God that raised Jesus from the dead is now living inside of you mm -hmm. as a believer. Isn't that awesome? Yes. You have authority over demons, the Bible says. Uh, go Romans, Ma oh, where do you In Matthew chapter 10, read that. Okay. Matthew chapter 10 in verse 1. And when he had called his 12 disciples to him, he gave them power over unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease. Now notice it says he gave them power. Now that word power could be translated authority. In the Greek, that's what it is. He gave them authority over unclean spirits to cast them out and to, to heal. heal. Notice he has given us authority over demons and diseases but how do we exercise that authority? With our words. That's exactly right. In Matthew chapter 8 and verse 16, it says, When evening had come, they brought to him many who were demon-possessed, and he cast out the spirits with a word mm. and healed all who were sick. That's right. Wow. So the resurrection power of God resides inside the believer. Jesus himself has given us power and authority over demons mm -hmm. and diseases. Amen. And again, that power, that authority is exercised by speaking words out of our mouths. Listen to Ephesians uh, chapter 1. Listen to this. This is your inheritance. If you're a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ, if you've accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior, I want to encourage you that you, it's not just the preacher, it's not just an evangelist or an apostle or the great prophet of God. Every believer has been given delegated authority and power from the Lord Jesus Christ to exercise, exercise this power over sicknesses, over diseases, over demons. Listen to this passage of Scripture. This is your inheritance. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 20 says this. It says, Which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principality and power, might and dominion in every name that's named, not only in this age, but in the age to come. 
But then, so notice, Jesus is seated up there, far above every principality and power, the demonic realms, the devil in his kingdom. He's been seated way high above them. But what about you? Ephesians chapter 2, verse 6, listen to what it says. He has raised us up together, and He's made us sit together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Mm. God sees us as seated with Christ, meaning we share the same authority that Jesus has. Amen. All of the authority that Jesus has over the demonic realm, over demons, over disease, over premature death, has been delegated to you to exercise as you walk here on this earth. And we know that Jesus is the head of the church. Yeah. Which means the church is his body. Yeah. And the head and the body are connected. Amen. You know, so if Jesus is seated far above and he's the head, yeah. well, the body has to be too because you don't, you know, your body doesn't go one place and your head goes someplace else. That's right. And remember, the desires of the head are carried out through, through the, body. the body. My head will never pick up my Bible. Right. But the desire to pick up my Bible, which originates from my head, is carried out through my hands. And right? when somebody's head is giving commands and the body doesn't respond, they're handicapped. They're handicapped. They're paralyzed. Mm -hmm. They're crippled. Yeah. Um, so that's that's a really good analogy. You know, you said that God the Father sees us mm -hmm. seated in Christ, and that's awesome, but we need to see it. Yeah. Right? That's right. We need to see it so we can operate in it. Amen. So listen, just like cause you share the authority now that Jesus possessed and possesses, if Jesus could rebuke a fever, that means you can rebuke a fever. If your child is, is suffering, and they have a high temperature, or you have a relative or a neighbor. Now, the, the neighbor needs to be receptive, mm -hmm. right? They need to want your ministry, mm -hmm. right? But you have dominion over fevers. Yes. Jesus rebuked the fever and he laid hands on, on Peter's mother-in-law and the fever left and she immediately got up and began to serve. That means you can rebuke fevers. Believe that when you speak to that fever, it has to obey your voice and it will go. Amen. Believe that when you speak to that pain, it will go. It will hear you and it will go. It has mm -hmm. to respond to the voice of your command yes. as you speak in faith authorized in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. Now, real quick, what happens here? Peter's mother-in-law, she immediately rises up and begins to serve. Mm -hmm. that's, that's very interesting. Yeah. You know, when you receive your healing, make sure you serve Jesus. That's right. That's Amen. right. There's a, a saying out there um, in the English language, joy. J-O-Y. There's an acronym that says if you want joy, you got to put Jesus first, others second, yourself last. And that's... Man, and then you have joy. And then you'll have joy. The most miserable people on earth 
are people that always put themselves first. That's right. right. That's they're right. the most selfish. Yeah. And selfishness does not bring joy. That's right. I'll never forget this lady. I, I'm not going to go into the details today, but this lady in Magui, South Sudan, was set free from demons. Mm. And it was a very severe case. It was multiple demons, and she was set free. And you know what? Immediately, she accepted Jesus as Lord and Savior. She was set free from these demons who had actually killed some of her kids. Right. And uh, when they were coming out of her, they said to her, we are responsible for the deaths of your children. But now, since you have accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord, we have to go. And Amen. they left. They left. She was involved in, uh, she had visited a witch doctor. They, they, they burned all her fetishes. And when they did, her child, her remaining child was healed. Amen. But the, here's the thing. She immediately began to serve. I couldn't believe it. I mean, like she was like a brand new person. She began to wash the dishes of the lunch from the pastor's mm -hmm. conference just with a big smile on mm -hmm. her face. She was coming to the Miracle Festival each night and helping people receive their miracles. She, I, I, I remember watching her walk with men uh, who were lame in their leg and helping them receive their miracle. Right. It was so powerful. That's exactly what Peter's mother-in-law did. She got healed and immediately she began to serve. The Bible says that the Lord is for the body mm -hmm. and the body is for the Lord. Mm -hmm. So he heals us and we serve him. That's right. That's awesome. Amen. I mean, that's a good deal. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. And he is a wonderful master. Yes. He's a good Lord. We want to encourage you right now. If Jesus Christ is not your Lord, that you would make him your Lord today mm -hmm. because he paid the ultimate price for your salvation. He came to this earth, the Son of the living God, clothed Himself in human flesh so that He might pour His soul out to death and bear the weight of our sin and our guilt and our, our shame. And He also bore our sicknesses and diseases. And on the cross, He died and shed His blood for the remission of our sins. Then He died he was buried with it, and when he was buried with it, he put away all of our sins, all of our diseases, all of our pains, all of our turmoil. He put it away, and then after being dead for three days and nights, God raised him up from the yes, dead, and he's alive Lord. right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And the Bible says if you call on his name, you'll be saved. I want to encourage you to do that right now. Say this after me. Dear Lord Jesus. Dear Lord Jesus. I call on your name. I call on your name. To save me now. To save me now. I believe. I believe. You took my place. You took my place. On the cross. On the cross. And you died for my sins. And you died for you my sins. You suffered my diseases. You suffered my diseases. You were buried. You were buried. And on the third day. And on the third you day. You rose again. You rose again. 
Therefore, Therefore I, confess, I confess, you are the Lord, you are, the Lord. You are my Savior, you are my Savior. I, repent of all of my sin. I repent of all of my I sin, I receive your forgiveness, I receive your forgiveness. And, according to your promise, and according to your promise, I am saved now, I am saved now. Amen. Amen. Now I'm going to speak to those sicknesses that might oppress you right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, Thank you, Lord. I rebuke every pain. I rebuke every fever. I rebuke every disease that would oppress God's people. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, leave them now. Yes, thank you, Father, I thank you for your miracle power. May it flow through them. May they be healed now. We believe we receive and we thank, thank you for you, many Lord. miracles flowing thank right you, now. In Jesus' In name. Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Say this after me. I believe. I believe. I receive. I receive. My miracle. My miracle. Today. Today. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Well, your sins are forgiven. Your sicknesses are healed. We want to encourage you to call the number on the screen. Tell someone about it. You can also call with prayer requests. Know this, that God loves you. You are valuable. And remember today's lesson. You have a authority over demons, over disease, and fevers will listen to you. Bye-bye.